This is the Courier Talking Football. I'm Eric Nicholson, and with me this week are Jim Spence and Sean Hamilton. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Eric, very well. Yeah, not bad. Good, good, good. Uh, well, Sean was a professional, and Jim, you you, uh, you gave the, the Diddy Cup as well, didn't you? So, yeah, Sean, I had other things on his side of well, uh, the annual Vespa I think scooter we'll, run. I think we'll come to the most <laughs> unlikely, unlikely spat of the season so far, the Dundee United VR Baroth off-pitch off stuff. We'll come to that next. We'll start with the actual football. Oh, listen, I, I can't be bothered with this competition, Sean, so we'll, 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 we'll breeze through it quickly. Have, yeah. you, have, you, have you got any love at all for no. the SPFL Trust Trophy? That's what they call no, it, isn't it? Have no, you got any no, love for it? Any no, of, I think love. Even bordering on affection? No? Um, no. No, there's what nothing positive to there whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't think anybody likes it. Do they, they don't. That's the no, whole thing nobody. about it. I, I reckon if you were to ask, yeah. even the even the we of the we clubs, uh-huh. I just don't think anybody's bothered with this anymore. No. COVID just felt like the time when that was the time it had its run. Just it. yeah. don't bring it back. Uh-huh. Bring but, back the four for sure. Come, that's oh, awesome. you'd, you'd get better crowds, probably. probably no. Would. But no, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it's, okay. it's, it's it's it is what it is. It's not. It's not. It's not a laugh. No, <laughs> it's not a lot. What purpose does it serve? No, I'm not sure. Well, it gives the players a run out, I suppose. Um, you know, it gave Jim Goodwin a chance to put a couple of young boys on at the weekend, stuff like that. But it's no, uh, you know, I mean, what was the crowd? Was it around 2,000 or something like that, I think. Was it? Well, you know, well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you've got the, the George Fox open and yeah, the Fairman fans in the shed. That's it. So, yeah, a few thousand. <clears throat> that's, I mean, that the like, uh, tells you everything about the, uh, the attitude. The, sorry, the. Um, Appetite, appetite for yeah, the tournament, support, or the lack of, yeah. lack of, exactly. The actual, no. the actual game, then, Sean. Uh, first half was all right, good. Mm-hmm. Dunfermline were really, really, really hamstrung by <coughs> having a lot of important players missing. So. They've have done for a for right. a while now. Yeah. yeah, this is this is it's not yeah. an injury list that's no, showing signs of clearing up. They've it? had a, they've had a, a good few weeks of uh, of struggle on that. Front eight or ninety Scott. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So that's a lot to deal. It's it certainly wasn't a. I mean, and that's a, that's a. I mean, another another thing. I mean, you, if you if you're really struggling with injuries to the extent that you're sort of missing nine people, right, and you've got this game coming. Oh. You're not even going to put. You're going to be reluctant to even put your best mm-hmm. team that you could out yeah, in that yeah. game because the thought of losing yeah. further people—it's just it doesn't bear thinking about. Yeah. It. So yeah, um, absolutely no shock whatsoever the way it went. I don't think. Um, but Dunfermline were, were bang up against it. But to be fair to them, I mean, I think as certainly as the game went on as well, they actually they had a fair few chances too. But at that point, United are sitting. Clean mm-hmm. up, quite mm-hmm. happy, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, a bit of a damp squib, really. Yeah, I've noticed. Uh, I mean, all managers, they, you know, they they get they get asked about individual players after games and, and pre preview press conferences as well. So they're <coughs> answering about people they get asked about. But mm-hmm. I think Jim Good Jim Goodwin likes to pick out players after games, isn't he? And and give yeah. them give them more than lip service. Right. And I think you know he he always. I like managers that have a sort like of that. they have a message in mm-hmm. mind, don't they? And they have an idea about who they want to, who they want to sort of big up, and who may perhaps mm-hmm. well, we've not seen really have a go at anybody yet, have we? I don't think so. Uh, but you know, <coughs> I, th- I thought the way we spoke about it a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, the the way he sort of dampened down the the Kudjo mm-hmm. hype was, mm-hmm. you know, that was strategic, wasn't it? But but this weekend, Declan Glass is the one that's mm-hmm. that's getting the the Goodwin treatment. He's feeling the love. 
<laughs> is, yeah. uh, are you feeling the love as well, Jim? No, listen, but I think it's good management. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it, it's a people game, isn't it? You know, mm -hmm. when you're managing a squad of, you know, whether it's men or women's football, if you're a manager of a squad of 20 players, um, there are 20 egos in there. There are 20 individuals who all think they should be playing, 20 individuals in there with all their various concerns, all their domestic... You forget that as well. Footballers have domestic things going on in their lives as well, they have family issues and goodness knows what else as well. Um, we Declan Glass has been out on loan is it six times now, Sean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's so that's got to be an issue. He's only 23. He's been out on loan six times, you know? And there are lots of us, uh, you know, and I was one included who saw him in the early days and thought, this kid's got a great future. And, and, and you know... It's been like kind of a big dipper for him. He's been up and down, up and down, a real roller coaster for him. So I think it's important that now he's saying himself, the manager trusts me, the manager's got faith in me. And that's important. If somebody, Perhaps the first one. If, first one, that's right. And if somebody's got belief point, yeah. in you. He made that point, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if someone's got belief in you, that is a huge thing. It, it, no matter what you you do in life. You know, listen, we, we've all, you know, we've all chased stories as journalists and you've sometimes got somebody above you that you're going to have to throw up to and say, look, this could cause trouble or, or I'm not sure if this story's going to go anywhere. Can I chase it? Have I got the time to... And what you want is you want a gaffer who says, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got your back here. Go and, go and do it. And if you've got that as a football player, it's the same thing. Somebody who trusts you, somebody who's given you a bit of, a bit of freedom, a bit of initiative on the pitch and all the rest of it. Um, the only issue with Glass is uh, after what the, the boy's been through, it'll take him a wee bit of time to actually fully, I think, believe in, mm -hmm. in, in, in himself. You know what I mean? You can be the most confident person in the world, but if you keep getting knockbacks at a club and you keep getting sent out on loan, there's got to come a stage eventually yeah. where you think, oh, you know, have I got a, have I got a future in this game? Where am I going? Yeah. You know, so Jim Goodwin, I think, is it's, it's, it's first-class management, I think, when you you individually pick out people and you give them, you give them that wee build-up without going too far. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? He's not, he's not sitting out and saying, he's the new Messi or something like that. Then you mm -hmm. would know it was painting nonsense. But, you know, he's making salient points uh, about the boy and, and his ability and, and showing and proving that he trusts him. And I think that's, that's, that's important. Where did he play? What position did he play on? Uh, it was sort of like it was wide, attacking wide and then mm -hmm. cutting in from the side. But he actually, you're talking about things being deliberate in that regard when a manager decides to single out. Very much deliberate in this case. Cause was he, it? He said it a few times. Yeah, so it wasn't like so, somebody said, oh, how dick yeah, well, last year. No, no, no. This is a continuation of the theme. For him, he's, he's had a few little uh, Declan, mm. you know, I'm, I'm behind him. He's, he's said it a few times now. So to have him, to have Declan now come back and return, he's like, you know, I've, I've never felt this good from a manager before. So quite clearly, um, Jim Goodwin's taken the time. Mm -hmm. He's decided, look, we need to build this kid up a little bit because, mm -hmm. you know, he's... he's, he's and, and actually, when I mean, you look at the goal he scored against him, Furman, um, plenty of skill on display mm -hmm. there to get it in from where he was. Um, you go back to look at previous goals that he scored. There was one he scored against Hibs that he actually mentioned himself in his uh, post-match interview. I went back and looked at it. It was, it was right at the very end of a 3-1 defeat for United against Hibs. And he's, he's, he's picked the ball up, uh, I don't know, about 40 yards mm -hmm. from goal. And he's, he's meandered past three or four people, skipped three or four challenges to the edge of the box and rifled <coughs> it in. Mm -hmm. Absolute peach. So ability-wise, he's got it. It's just about... Right, yeah. let's build them up and let's have yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you know? luck in it, isn't there? Because, I mean, yeah. you look at, <clears throat> I mean, the bits and pieces I've seen of Declan Glass, and uh -huh. I, I was like you, Jim, when, when he broke through. Who, who did he break through? Are we going back as far as, oh. as Ray McKinnon? No, I, maybe not quite as far I back as that. that far. Far. No, so who really would have been the manager he would have? Good point. <laughs> I know, we should have done our homework, but I, 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 I put it this way, I can remember, of all the ones, and United because of the type of club they are and because they've, mm. they've been up and down themselves, there have been a lot, it feels like there have been a lot of 
new bright young things that have come onto the mm-hmm. on our radar. But I must I remember seeing I, I can't remember when I seen what the game was, but I remember mm-hmm. him being one that stood out mm-hmm. from the crowd. And you just think I don't know, I, I I'm I'm gonna compare it with somebody, mm-hmm. but you think Scott Allen got all the hype mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. came in and got their moves, got a yeah. move at the right time mm-hmm. and that's what mm-hmm. I mean I bet you Declan Glass is, is as talented as Scott Allen. Oh, I'd say more so. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, Sean raises the point there. That, that's, you know, if Jim Goodwin was coming out and saying this with some patent haddie after games, you, you'd, be, you'd be looking at him and thinking, you're an athlete, you're pulling the wheel of a paper. But well, they would do not, because they know they to be... He's, yeah, he's talking about Goodwin would be made to look stupid. If yeah, they, I mean, he's talking here about Declan Glass, a laddie who's got natural and obvious ability, and that's been obvious since he broke into uh, the United team. I mean, the problem is he's gone through so many managers. So many managers have been there and under pressure at a time when United, you know, weren't doing well or whatever, and... and that, that that can be different. I mean, if you're thinking that United have gone from the model quite early, I mean, to some extent under Tom Courts, have gone from that the was model. Laszlo who gave it was Shabba Laszlo who gave it. It was Shabba Laszlo. So right. close then, eh? Yeah. Uh, I, I once had a 12-minute answer from Shabba oh, Laszlo. <laughs> you, you were the lucky one. <laughs> that must have been some interview after your 12-minute question. I couldn't believe it. A relatively experienced broadcaster, I should have put the... Uh, put the bite on him, but I didn't, you know. I just got a lot of used I was horrendous after, polite, after midweek games. Oh, oh, was a nightmare. Anyhow, um, anyway, we digress. But, no, but Glass, has, Glass has got all the ability in the world, been through so many managers, and it's intriguing because United have gone through He's not a kid anymore, he's 23, you know, but he's come through that system. But United have gone through that kind of whole period where they were bringing the kids on willy nilly, and that was a part of the academy, and we'd sell them on all the rest of it. And then, you know, for a while, we're going through that kind of into the, the really experienced. Um, guys and the kids were taking the back seat and it kind of now looks as though maybe there's a pathway opening up for them again you know okay Glass came through the system he's away but he's back following him coming in you know we saw Young Sturton coming on the weekend didn't we at uh-huh. 16 you know things like that so yeah. um, I, I, I just kind of sense that maybe um, maybe this is Glass's moment he's really at 23 he's really got to grasp mm-hmm. the opportunity now and I think if his manager's holding at the olive branch and saying look I trust you I think you've got the ability and you know now or never in terms of United there's a lot of things going his way <clears throat> you know the league they're in yeah. the manager that's clearly got faith and the way they're him, playing the form they're, they're playing, playing yeah. the, the type and and I think another thing here Sean and, and you know he's a clever guy Jim Goodwin he's also mm-hmm. He's maybe not so happy with your Glenn Middletons and mm-hmm. players Absolutely. like this. So, yeah. Lights a fire know. under other people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, Jim, I don't think Jim Goodwin can really do any more in terms uh, of like building him down glass up. He's, he's taken the decision to do it. He's doing it publicly. Um Declan Glass so far you know he's responded at the weekend there he's talking about how much it's helped him so really the ball's in his court now Jim Goodwin can only do so much he's done plenty Yeah, uh, there's not much more he can do mm-hmm. he's, he's gone so far as to say that you know when when, when I was at Alloa I wanted he told him I wanted mm-hmm. to sign you when mm-hmm. you were at Alloa so you know he's been watching me for yeah, ages yeah no these are things, mm-hmm. these things are, are great I mean we spoke a few weeks ago about how for Tony Docker to get in a a Finn Robertson, if you if you like, to, to uh-huh. suddenly become a first team regular <clears throat> yeah. is a heck of a calling card for, yeah. for what you do as a manager. For Jim Goodwin, yeah. if he's the one that gets a consistent tune out of mm. Declan Glass and mm. turns him out from this perpetual, mm. let's face he, he was written off like, yeah. you know, I don't mean like a Logan Chalmers or something like that, mm. that people are just thinking it's just they're inevitably fading away to, you know, once the contract runs down till mm. they get released. Glass has taken himself to a, a different level and now he, he needs to take himself to another level. Did you like the signing of Jordan Tilson? Well, Jim, um, I think we, we all knew that. We kind of suspected that 
they would they would take get yeah. another one in, didn't they? I mm-hmm. mean, he's a, he's a guy. I can't. He's not stuck out in games for me. I think I think he's a he's a a good. He he was able to do a job in the Premiership. Solid. I think he can do a fullback job as well. I, sure. could, I think yeah. I'm right saying so. Yes, United were one light. Will it answer their? Will it solve their creativity issues? Probably not. But I think it's another good mm-hmm. championship signing. A guy who's Premiership built in the Premiership can well so should look good in the Championship. He's he's, he's solid, and I think that's the key thing. I think to to, to a great extent with the kind of signings that <coughs> Jim Goodwin's made, um, it, it, it's about that. There's a solidity. I think throughout the side, you're seeing it in defence, you're seeing it in the midfield as well. I mean, it, it's it's quite difficult to get creativity in the championship. I mean, that's why I think if Glass can can you know bring himself um, mm-hmm. up to a level that we think he's, he's or he certainly seemed capable of uh, as a younger kid, you know, um, it will be really important. Um, but I think the key for United is solidity, and, and you've got that running through the the spine. I mean, you, you know, you, keeper Walton looks decent it's not been tested that much from mm. what I've seen you know uh, in terms of the, the defence with Gallagher and it was Graham at the weekend you know um, you know Tilson now uh, pu- you know pushing forward in that kind of that midfield too uh, although he can play at full back as well uh, and then you know sitting behind Mo and Mo will get the goals if Mo gets if Mo gets the ball Mo will get the goals he's well. looking like that isn't ah, he he's, he's looking just, like a boy who's just going <clears> to <throat> score if you give him a chance, he'll ah, put it away. The score that's goals, it. that's right. So you've got through the spine of the team, you've got solidity. Do you have? I think they'll have more than anybody. I, th- I said to you know the other week that I'd want four or five, maybe six games into the season. I think you've probably seen now that they are probably going to be mm-hmm. the best of the rest. United, they've got that bit more quality. They've got that bit more depth, um, and they've got I think a real kind of hardcore. Somebody I was talking to uh, an ex-player at the weekend um, who played in one of the great sides. We were talking about you know. How, how would they do if they came up and you know he, he made the point and, and rightly that, that, that's almost inconsequential yeah. the key thing is getting up well, if you look at Dundee you've done with their squad United could do the same yeah you know, well, that, that's right if you've got guys on, on short contracts and all the rest of it at the end of it you say thanks very much for your service mm-hmm. it's been great knowing you you know <clears throat> and then you go and rebuild I mean it's Tony Doherty it was Doherty's built is it 14 at Devil's and, and yeah. uh, 14, 15 whatever you know um, so but, th- but that's getting ahead of ourselves. For the moment, Jim Goodwin looks to me as though he's putting a side that is clearly capable of winning um, th- this championship. And, and handsomely, to be honest with you, I tell you, it's been going through my mind. <clears throat> Here's your wee headline for the day. Can, can you can <laughs> you, you like to give us one, Jim, to be fair? That... <laughs> I, I actually, I wonder... Unbeaten. If, Are no, you going to say that? I, no, unbeaten. I wonder if this oh, United side can go the whole championship. Love it. I'm writing that Never down. Beaten. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we'll take that one because 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 the Andy Robertson one that headline went down well. You like fans like that I one know. for the last it's... week's podcast, didn't they? Oh. Yes. Who was that with? Uh, no, comparing on, on. Uh, Owen Beck. To I noticed. Andy I noticed the Celtic boys are on it quickly. Some of their oh, websites. Right, Here's yeah. a boy we should sign, Owen Beck. Yes. <laughs> Nicely placed just before the Dundee game this week. You know. <laughs> I just haven't put got put out there. We watched the Dundee and United fans just go at each other. That there we go. Unbeaten United. Yeah, we'll take that. We're going to all go home now, okay? Yeah. Right. Thanks for listening. Right, no. <laughs> so, Sean, they've got uh, Morton, haven't they? Yeah. And this is another. They're in a nice little run of fixtures just mm-hmm. when they're in a nice groove of form. This is another 3-0, isn't it? It, it should be. Could be. Cigars. Cigars. 3-0. You know what? It's difficult to say. I, I kind of... We're going to get bored with these. I, I, I think we might be in a bit of a another one. Oh, you know, just take care of that. The, 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 Probably, I I think there's a chance that that's the case. I mean, you know, your fans will be happy enough with that if that's mm. the way it goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I I look at United in the Championship 
as it is just now, you look at the sort of the teams that they're in there with, and I mean, they, they should be they should be comfortably winning that league, and they should be coming straight now back up. Queens Park maybe kidding yeah. us on. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, we know that. I mean, it, it's not football's not that simple. It never is. Otherwise, we wouldn't have jobs talking about it. You know, it would be uh, maybe we shouldn't anyway. <laughs> but, uh, uh, anyhow, calm down, calm down. Uh, <laughs> cut that but, out. Uh, <laughs> but they, they by rights they should be. I mean, yes, Race Rovers are at the moment the way after four games. You know, Race Rovers are right up there with them as it as it goes. But I mean. I would imagine United, they should have enough about them to outlast the likes of even Wraith Rovers, the mighty Wraith Rovers. Yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting to see what Wraith Rovers mm. do in January because they've got guys behind them now who are winners and they've mm -hmm. got a big, they've got a very, they've got a good setup and mm. they've learned, they've made, they've probably made their mistakes at Kelty. Mm -hmm. They know, they know what they're doing. They've already made good signings and if they're, <coughs> if they're in touch and distance, they might think, Okay, mm -hmm. we'll have a wee gamble at this, mm -hmm. you know. So that, yeah, you're right. And uh, listen, uh, but United are still done. United, they, they, should, they, should they should be. They should be able to do the same. Yeah. they should be able to put the foot down and say, like, oh, we, well. we we can't take a chance with this. If somebody's on our shoulders, we need to accelerate off. Yeah, look at the stats already. Four in United have, you know, the, the tempo points along with Wraith, but they've scored ten, conceded one. Wraith have scored nine, but conceded six. Mm -hmm. So that tells you a lot about you know defensively. If you if you've shored up a, a, a defence, and, and United really have, I mean, that, that's a great defensive record at any level. Um, if you've got, you know, a really tight defence and you're conceding one in four games, that indicates that already you, you're ahead of the game. What you then need to be doing is scoring and, you know, and, and they're scoring. And you know, it, it, looks, score, score, it looks to me 10. like Moult's going to score. Yeah. If he stays fit, he's a class he plays all season, uh, he could get 20, 20, 20 this season. Yeah. You know. 20, higher, 20. higher. Well, I'm 20, I'm being conservative. 30. In that unbeaten run. If he stays yeah. fit, he'll get 30. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Unbeaten and 30 goals. Wait till we get Dundee and Saints now. Let's see what odds you'd get for a double of that. But Morton, I mean, you know, there was some talk last season that Morton were kind of moving on. There might be a wee kind of a wee splurge this season or the rest of it. Mid table. They've scored six, they've conceded 11. Queen's Park will be interesting. Yeah. We'll see what happens with Queen's Park. We will. Well, Dutch coach, and yeah, a lot of money going in, a lot yes. of good wages being paid. Um, but beyond, but beyond them, I think United Race Rovers, Queen's Park. <coughs> yes. Beyond them, nah, that's it. Right, come on, anyway, this is actually you've, you've peaked too soon with your headline, Jim, because mm. I, was, I, was, I was banking on this next little mm -hmm. segment providing that, but the most unlikely of spats this one. I mean, oh. I, I, I was thinking about this coming in. <clears throat> I, I don't think, I think there's wrong everywhere you look I, I, I just don't I don't think I think that Camel's gone over the top mm -hmm. with, what, with what he said and I, I mean you go into a league the whole you're a part-time yes you're a part-time team mm -hmm. in a in a in a full-time league effectively but you know what's it's a Friday night they play loads of midweek games I'd, I've not seen any discernible difference between <coughs> Arbro's form for midweek games mm -hmm. to weekend ones so that that's a kind of a bit of red herring I don't, but if you take it right back to the start, I don't actually see the logic of United making this request. Am I missing something? Surely you'd get a better gate on a on a on a Saturday, mm -hmm. and you'd make more money. <clears throat> and I've there's no United fan that I know said, "Oh yeah, let's make a big deal of of the day that we changed our name from Dundee." You know, they can mm -hmm. do everything they'd want to do on a Saturday that they can do on a Friday night. I I, I don't get you know if if St Johnson, for example, you know, coming up for the 10th year, 10 year anniversary mm -hmm. of their, their cup, 
Cup win, you know, if if the date falls on May 17, mm -hmm. well, you know, it's a bit different because it's May, but you know what I mean? If they were to suddenly say, oh, no, I wouldn't mind playing on the, the exact anniversary of that, it just seems strange to me. I don't, I, well, you know, commercial but, departments at clubs exist to make money and, and they, they exist to um, to come up with ideas that they think will generate money and generate extra income. Whether this one's going to do it or not, I'm not sure. I mean, I think actually <clears throat> the, key, the key element for me is just the sadness of the whole thing, because the, you know the two Dundee, the two city clubs. I mean, to some extent, they're a, a bit further up the road, but by and large, the two city clubs, two Dundee clubs, have always had a really, really good relationship with the, the four Angus clubs. I'm, I'm never entirely sure about Montrose, even they're in, they're in all the years I've worked as a journalist, I never <laughs> quite had a, a great. Yeah. But you know, but but Brechin are both and Forth are great clubs to deal with. They're fantastic clubs, good people, and all the rest of it. You know. And the two city clubs always had a really good relationship with them, you know, that came yeah. loaning players mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. on grounds for, for reserve And why would games. it be any other way? So, <clears throat> why would it be any other way? And, and this this just seems to have... Now, to some extent, you know, Dick Campbell, Dick's combative. So, Dick Dick now probably sees a chance of railing up his boys and, and, and playing up to this one and thinking, OK, you know... We uh, have victims here, yeah, we victims. on the shoulder. We've been done yeah, yeah, down, we'll show you when we meet, you know. So, fair play, you, you make the best of that, you know. But I, I, I can't quite see... Um, I kind of quite see what, what what's behind all of this. I'm just not don't get sure it. I just think it's all bizarre, you know. <clears throat> I um, I, I mean, when I first heard about it, as is my way, I didn't typically apply. I didn't really apply logic. I just kind of thought, well, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, well, I'm not sure there's any logic to apply. No, <laughs> no I just kind of thought, like, well. Is it, is it 100 years ago that your team changed its yeah. name? I mean, that's a long time. It's a long time. Right? So to have the opportunity to play a game on the exact date, well, you know, that's not necessarily, you know, going to be the easiest thing in the world. I think, eh, why not? Go for it. Seems nice. That's what I thought. Has this even been on, like, is it in United fans' consciousness, this looming I don't think it is. That's the thing that got me. I was like, what? what? Okay, you know, I, I, I you know what I I hesitate even to use the word fan these days, because what what it, I mean fan fan encompasses a myriad. It encompasses my generation, you know, who have seen. I mean, I, I saw a piece of Hugh McDonald. You know, oh, we, we, we all know Hugh Redblaze, you know. Who writes the Herald? It was a good piece. I sorry, it was for the mail. This yes, piece. He'd, yes. he'd been out and about doing. He does these kind of around Scotland. It was a nice wee piece. And it was a guy saying, "Oh, I was it, you know, my, my, is it my kid or my grandkid now is you know going to be a United fan and." I was I was I was only four when United won the league, and I thought, oh God, I feel old, you know. I was in the Provia Road end with, with Mrs. Spence, you know. Um, <coughs> what well, was only person we get tickets for that day, you know. So there's there's generations, you know. There's a ge generation like me that, that kind of remember Dundee Hibs, but know know the history of it. But what what does it mean to a modern generation? I'm not really sure. You know, I mean, what, what is the link anymore? They were Dundee Hibs at one time, then they became Dundee United, you know. If you, you talk to people on the West Coast, of course, they immediately import the religious garbage into it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but what, what does it mean a century on? I'm not sure. It's just another kind of, it's just another market employee, isn't it, to, to a great extent. But that's what commercial departments are to do. They're there. I mean, running a professional football club costs a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So the commercial guys have got to earn their corn and, 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 you know, they'll come up with some ideas that are winners. They'll come up with some that are, that are losers, you know. I mean, it's maybe an idea. It's kind of just come off the top of the head somewhere. I, I don't possibly, know. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. But I mean, it, it, there's there's talk within you know the the news releases this stuff about yeah. oh there's yeah. going to be a series of events. <clears throat> mm -hmm. We've we've yet to hear about some of yeah. the some of this series of mm -hmm. events. 
I've nothing, I mean, so, nothing wrong in marking the history of the club. You absolutely, know, all definitely. Clubs have, I mean, I, mean, I take it United, I'm I, a stupid question, but United, when they, they <coughs> when they talk about the history of Dundee United, they don't start from that day, do they? They, they start from when the club was 1909 formed. is the foundation yeah. date. That's, yeah. that's from the yeah. very start. Maybe they'll maybe give a free bicycle as a prize for, uh, on the night because I think in the first game they did they not put a free bike up. Pat Riley, yeah. who set United up, the Irishman uh, had a cycle shop up the Perth Road, you know. Well, you know, the history is great. I, mean, I, was, I get, listen, I love, I, I like all these stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I, I yeah. like it. United have got loads of you know, all the stuff about the, the change to Tangerine mm-hmm. and the uh-huh. American trips. Yeah, you know, yeah. United have got a lot Dust of that to call yes. on, oh, haven't they? And, and they do, and, and a lot of time, <laughs> they do it well. It's just, I think that once, <laughs> once our growth put in a, is that legitimate? Yeah. Complete, once See, they I don't did know that, about I just, that either. I don't know about it. I, I, I don't know what I think about it, but I thought, I did, my gut instinct mm. is once they said, we don't want this, I thought that would have been the time when the mm-hmm. whole thing just died. You, know? I would, I, you would tend to think that if, if, under these circumstances, if one party says, I'm yeah. not happy with this, that's it. I, that's it why gets I killed off. Thought, yeah. It surprises me that the SPFL went, yes. pushed it through. Yeah. Like, no, no, we're having it. And that's it. But I, when one party didn't want it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm still fundamentally like, oh, good for them. Oh, we'll be in for it. We'll be in it now. That's good. But it does surprise me. It does surprise me. I mean, look, I have to admit, you know, I mean, I've seen so many spats over the years in football that kind of, they tend to come and go, they whisk past your ears eventually. But I mean, I'm one on the assumption that United and their both must have spoken to each other. Yeah. And somebody at United said, look, here's what we'd like to do. What do you think about this? And there might have been ways of smoothing the path to, to do that. I it, think there know? must have been. I mean, it, it seems it seems daft to think that, well, they had that conversation and Ambrose <coughs> just went bugger off. <laughs> and that I was it. Phone might because you have, to, you have to imagine that they've got that, yeah, that relationship. Yeah, they sure. must have. <coughs> so for it to for it to just go straight to arbitration. But they're not going to, I mean, is happened? it? Well, it's kind of gone straight to DEFCON, actually, isn't it? You know, yeah. DEFCON yeah. 3 or whatever they call it in the movies, you know, it's... Well, guy, listen, is Paul, uh, Paul Reed, does he still work? Uh, Paul's going to have some of his So there you go. So there's, there's, a, there's a connection straight off the, yeah. the part. But so anyway. Look, the history is great. I mean, before I come up, I was looking at one of the, one of the Saints' sides, Saints' sites that I follow, and uh, they, were, they, were, they were, it was a wee piece actually from the Courier back in 1880, you know, Aaron Rovers against yeah. the, the yeah. who would have been the Dundee Hibernian of the day in Perth, against St. Johnson. Oh, yeah. And the headline was uh, basically, thuggery, uh, after seeing the game, Thuggery wasn't only kind of part of Dundee, Dundee's history, you know, a gross calmly in the city of Dundee by the perfect right enough, you know, but and they, so they like to do that. Yeah, they like to do that, but it's great, you know, it's great to go into history of clubs and all the rest of it, but sometimes, you know, sometimes kind of, you've, you've got to live in the present as well, you know, I mean, look, I'm as big a sucker for a bit of tradition as everybody else, but you know, you, life moves on, you've got to be progressive as well. Anyway, I bet the United fans, <laughs> will, they'll have to, they'll turn out for it now, that'll be a, a matter of pride. Maybe that's the idea, maybe that's the whole idea. Maybe it's a yeah. cunning plan, right? There we go, I know. Baldrick. Right, moving on to Saints then. Mm. No game, obviously, at the weekend, so not as much to talk about <laughs> in that regard, but uh, before, well, let's stay in the n- nostalgia before we get into the current stuff in the game. Chris uh-huh. Miller, what does oh, yeah. oh. Chris Miller, if Midget. I say Chris Miller to you, yeah. Sean, what do you think? Uh, I I think first and foremost of the. Did sheet. you see him bluttered after the cup final? Is that what you think first of all? <laughs> Did I? Because he was. <coughs> was he? Oh, he was the drunkest man. <laughs> Did I see him after the, the cup yeah. No, I didn't because Jim I. Jim would have done because uh, he was. He was on the, bo- oh, on the bus. Oh, oh, I was still, on the bus. Oh well, no, that's right. I did go to McDermott after that, so I would have seen everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I McDermott after uh, Stevie May springs to mind for me with the suit on and the, the pint of Guinness. Mm. That's what I remember. But uh, Chris Miller, no, it's going back a couple of seasons, but I remember the promotion season is the one that sticks out for me. 
Um, under Derek McInnes. Is that was his first? Yeah, that was his very first season, as you say. Yeah, he was. He came in from Morton before that, and he was. Uh, he was just terrific, great player. At that time, he wasn't quite as he hadn't dropped back. Quite no, as far we as, uh, thought he was going to be the attack, and that's yeah. what he, that was what he was going to be. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, yeah. So he was. He was. A, he was. A, he was in the thick of it. Right now, he was great that season. Really, really good. And uh, that's that's what stands out to me at the at full time uh, on the, the final game of the season. I think that was against Morton, wasn't it? Was it Queen of I, South or Morton? It was one of it was that type of. A team I have a feeling it was Morton. I think it was Morton. Yeah. And I think uh, because it was a pitch invasion after. Yeah, there was, and yeah. that was my point. I, 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 I leapt the barrier <laughs> to get and, to Chris Miller, uh, and yeah, went for Chris Miller. Yeah. <laughs> Desperately trying to get short, uh, short off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, but uh, but beyond that, I mean, just a brilliant. Brilliant player. He's so good for us. For, for I came back with a phrase that when Chris Miller played well, Saints played well. Yeah. And, and yeah. They, they just, it it, it absolutely got to that stage because, he, as you say, he started off as a sort of like kind of more on the periphery an attacking mm -hmm. player who was out skirting about, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But <coughs> as, as, he, as his career went on, as he got older, he dropped back mm -hmm. further into the middle of the park. By the end of it, he was, as you say, mm -hmm. just dictating games yeah. he was just a magnificent player did a great I mean you must have this. it's an old oh. story but it's a, it's a great <clears> story on the, on the bus and I think uh, I can't remember I don't know which way they were crossing but basically Midge after after having had well, probably had a couple of days in the drink by that point he was like <laughs> he was like uh, Roddy, Roddy Grant was co <laughs> either coming off the bus or on the bus and just and the only, only certain players could get away he said no no Roddy no no this is for the real legends now. <laughs> uh, no, he, he was. You know what? When he when he first established himself at Saints, I was a bit like, I thought I had visions of kind of a more masquerade type of player again because mm -hmm. he was. He was a smashingly wide player. You know, he mm -hmm. was quick. He was inventive. He could beat people. He could cross, shoot the whole bat. But he did kind of. He, he tended to fall back. But he he was just that. You know. He was the type of player that everybody wants in their team because he was combative. He was skillful. He was thoughtful. Um, and you know, it, it, it seems an enigma. He's retired, by the way, just in case. Yeah, that's right. It's not his It seems an enigma to suggest that, you know, he always gave you 100%, but there are, there are players that don't. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not, every manager knows this. You know, they say, there are players that don't give you 100%. They do kind of pull pull back a wee bit for whatever reason. Midge was never one of these guys. You just always go. Had a fledgling career. Uh, Kind of broadcasting, media oh, career no, well, just seems like of the sun for he a, did a bit. Yeah, but now he's, right, he's, he's set himself up. He's got a good uh, gym. <coughs> that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, so personal training, etc. But, yeah. um, but you know, he, he was a terrific player, and you uh, wonder how that. I mean, legend. half times in that dressing room when you would. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many strong characters. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. many, you know, you go through them all from McLean, Fraser Wright, Stephen Anderson, Dave McKay, Tommy Wright, Tommy Wright. How did like yeah. No lack of boys to to turn mm -hmm. the turn the course of a game oh, at half time absolutely. and sort things out. And the, there's a boy you miss as a journalist, eh, Tommy Ray. You know, I mean, some of the bland <laughs> managers we've got in the game nowadays. You know, if I was working trackside or covering a game at, at McDermott, you must have got. I'd get a shout for Tommy about quarter past one. Come in and see me for a cup yeah. of coffee, and he, you get a lowdown from him. Oh no, just on say oh, so exactly. Another things as well, you know, yes. dropping a few wee hints, which were always kind of <laughs> most welcome for a, a broadcaster looking for a story. You know, it was great, absolutely great. But um, uh, you know, uh, Midge was Midge was a star, and uh, Saints can actually do with, with somebody like him. Well, yeah, you know? yes, yeah. you're, good. you're a good link man mm -hmm. for us, Jim, yeah. with these ones. So, Sean, back to you. Yes. We're coming to Rangers. Mm. Kind of, it feels a wee bit like the only because we know what happened to the the previous manager, 
Van Bronckhorst. Mm-hmm. It does feel a. It was that was later in the season when Saints beat. I think it was November time. I had a wee oh, look hey, back. You're right. <coughs> mm-hmm. but, Could be time to update but, your article. Well, we'll not jinx that one. But I was oh. thinking that before. I did think the Van. Bro- I thought Van Bronckhorst was finished by. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that one would have been the end of it. I think he got you're one. Right. Did he get one more game after it? I think he did. Yeah, it wasn't straight after. But. Oh, wow. No, you've got me thinking. Then. That's but a great uh, point. That is a great point. They're under pressure. That can be a good or bad. They'll have a point to prove Rangers. And uh-huh. Yeah, they will. Saints, yeah. Saints. It'll be exactly... I mean, they got the goal just before half time, didn't they, that day? The James Brown one. Mm-hmm. But it's one they just need to hang in there. Again, we've used that phrase a lot with Saints. It's going to have to be. Gonna, and try and hope that the yep. Rangers punters who by all accounts I've, you know, I've spoken to seasoned <laughs> Rangers observers and they say oh, they're, they're, it was the already. most vitriolic they've yeah. ever known uh-huh. was was on was mm. the previous Sunday after the, well, after the old right. firm game they're that, that's, that is saying something <laughs> they're, all, they're already on <coughs> A new manager. Mm. They're not. They're not yeah. only because he's still there, but they want rid of him absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's nasty. And uh, for anybody who needs an explanation about what I was talking about there, <laughs> Eric's got this brilliant article, <laughs> which is uh, basically feels a bit morbid, doesn't it? I always, <laughs> I always feel guilty tweeting it. No, it's like, magic. Trailing it's it absolutely and, magic. <laughs> it's, got, it's essentially this list of all the managers in history who've been sacked after losing to St. Johnstone. It's like the ultimate. Oh no! Well, me, things have got. So bad with lost the Let me Johnson. tell you, it's not a short. It's not list. a short list, no. And <laughs> the curse and, of the Saints. And there's a couple right. that I thought would be on it that mm-hmm. weren't. Like Paul Le Guin isn't mm-hmm. on it. It probably felt like he should right. after because Saints put the. Oh, that's remember right. Remember the, yeah, the yeah. Coyle game yeah. at Ibrox, yeah. but and Van Bronckhorst, he's uh, yeah. he's another one that came close. But mm-hmm. the, the last one is uh, and because I, I had to, I have had to update it since I first put it out. Mm-hmm. The last one was the Kelly Boss. Uh, <coughs> Dyer? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Dyer, Alex Dyer. Alex Dyer, Dyer. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. he's the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the last one. Yeah, but honestly, it's brilliant. It's a great article. Yeah, I think you, I think we could be updating. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> so Bill could be... But even if, they beat, even if they beat Saints. Yeah, even if they win. <laughs> that's <laughs> not that. getting rid of they him needed, anyway. They needed more than five. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're away. We've seen enough anyway, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it's it's going to be... Yeah. As tough as any game against Rangers will be, it's going to be. Regardless of whatever... Whatever scenario Rangers find themselves in, or whatever the mood is in the camp, or anything like that, you know they 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 should in theory be able to be in absolute turmoil and at each other's throats and still win a game of football against St Johnston. Mm-hmm. Again, that's that's not insult to Saints. It's just the, the disparity and, and mm-hmm. oh yeah, finances, everything. The well, they're, they're so so much better. But yeah, I I I um, well, <laughs> I would tend to think Rangers St Johnston are up against it. Yes. We touched on it last week. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we see Chris Kane in the starting line. And this, this, this stat shocked me when I looked. But I knew Chris Kane had been out for a while, and be, but because he came back at the end of last season and played a subby appearance, and twenty months since he started a league <coughs> game. Is it twenty, 20 months? months? Oh, geez, oh. It's a hell of a long time. Man. So he played his last game before his mm. layoff was his last start was Kelty, <laughs> right? Uh, and then <coughs> then he played against Dundee, the league game that followed off the bench. But yeah, his last league start was uh, 20 months ago. So we shall see if he proves that. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's good noises coming out about Nicky Clark. So Is that, we, will, we will see things. But I think this game mm-hmm. will be one too early. But I, and you know when you're talking, you're talking about this isn't this isn't necessarily off the record stuff. This mm-hmm. you know because he's been very positive about him on the record as well. But you can tell that Stephen McLean really really likes his Austrian signing, mm. Sven Sprangler. Mm. So I'm, mm. I'm 
I really, really <coughs> look oh, forward to be. seeing him. And he, I've, he, I've seen him. He, and he, 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 I'm talking about baby faceness. I mean, he right. looks. He looks about uh-huh. 18. Mm-hmm. You cool. know, he's got like you know yeah. choir boy looks, but. I mean, Steve McLean that threw out the word the destroyer, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So he's he's very much a player who knows his role (coughs) and it'll be in front of the back four. So I'm quite, I'm looking forward to it. And we were talking about Chris Miller. That wasn't Chris Miller's game, but he was a dictator (coughs) of games, you know. So so basically, I brought you a red card and I threw it to him. That's McDermott. I've got McDermott, sorry. I've got a red card. They've got homers and away. If he's available, because he's still got that dreaded bureaucratic red tape to cut through, which is, you know, so we shall see on that front. But yeah, I think it's one that they want to be competitive in again. And you never know, you might get a result like they got at Celtic Park. That's kind of the hope, isn't it, Jim? Well, Rangers are one two lost to you know what I mean that's not I mean you know Rangers sometimes go through I, I, I'm kind of same as Sean I think Beal, Beal has just never struck me as, as a Rangers manager I know that you know <coughs> pals of speaks mine very who, well uh, I mean he's a yeah, great communicator uh, 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 pals of mine who kind of you know who are Rangers minded I think people like that and people will be surprised when I have pals who are Rangers minded <laughs> but you know uh, they, they, they kind of they, they're just they're just not impressed with them at all um, and intriguingly on holiday I read some there was a guy on, on, on the boat that we were on gave me a, a book not the guy he says you might enjoy this it was Derek Johnson it was a Derek Johnson book and it was actually it was actually uh, it was a very good read and um, one of the things that struck me is you forget how often in the past, no the recent past, but how how some you know, Rangers often had terrible, terrible seasons and terrible teams. Oh, they did. Mm. I, I, and I'm kind of wondering if <coughs> we might just be heading towards one of those unless oh. they unless they bullet bullet Beal. You know, it's, it's not going to work for them. I mean, they have only one target in mind, and that's to you know to, to beat Celtic. And here they are at the minute sitting behind Motherwell and St Mum um, and leveling points for Ross County. That, that's not Rangers' form now. I mean, Sean's right. Uh-huh. I mean, they've they've got a budget which blows. I mean, what's their turnover? 75, 80 million quid a year or something like that. You know, it puts St Johnson. It's about twenty-five times, uh-huh. thirty times bigger uh-huh. than Saints. Oh, not quite, but um, so they should. You know, when it comes to the finances of the game, they should beat them and all the rest of it. But there are intriguing things I think going on at St Johnson at the minute. You know, the way um, Stephen uh, Steve McLean is, is remoulding that squad, rebuilding that squad, and I think mainly also the, the real thing, not just rebuilding the squad, remoulding it. What is remodeling his attitude and what's to be expected? So we believe, you know, quite like the Hibs boy, the, 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 you know, the, the new Hibs manager statement today. Look, I'm not into philosophy. What I can guarantee you here is, is you get a team that'll work hard. Oh, that's, of, that's all you can ask from football players. They work hard. You talk about philosophy. And I've asked the question myself umpteen times as a reporter, and I said, now, what's your philosophy? It's, it's a kind of throwaway question we ask me. But, you know, the key thing here is Saints look as though they've got a manager that's really going to demand, you know, 100% every single minute of every hour mm-hmm. on the training ground and on the pitch as well so this will be a fascinating a fascinating game I mean you know um, Saints win they go within a point of Rangers right? I'm, two points at the minute you know I'm pretty sure that Rangers fans will not suffer lightly um, a defeat at McDermott Park on Saturday or lose I mean that, that, that I think would, would put Beal under tremendous pressure but that, you know what that's not our problem know. We, you know we, 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 can, we operate in, in this area what Saints need is to um is to pull something out of the heart here, I think. I mean, you're probably right not to expect anything against Rangers, but they need to get kind of rolling quite quickly. I you know, mean, I think they need to get rolling quite quickly. The, the bulk of the players are in now. Uh, it'd be great to see Alexis Spangler. See, it was like, I'm kind of contemplating uh, uh, McDermott Park myself on Saturday, I have to say. I've not seen them in the flesh this season, you know, so... Um, I don't know, but it would be, you know... Even it's an early kick-off, Jim. Maybe too early for you. It's a lunchtime kick-off. I'll pop off. up on the vest, man, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get away about nine o'clock. <laughs> Oh well, well, the interest of the interest of courier 
page views on my uh, mm -hmm. my old PC. Let's hope it happens. So it'll cost me an extra half hour's work though to update it again. Uh, put <laughs> it. You get it ready in advance. No, as if, as if, as if. Well, I, one guy we didn't speak about, Shug, we had loads to talk about last week, mm -hmm. and feels a bit harsh actually not speaking about him because he, <coughs> he scored the two goals. We we didn't speak about uh, Max Kucharavi, mm -hmm. and that is a that's a nice wee feel. I mean, it's got a long way. This the season's got a long way to play out, and he's got stiff competition now. Mm -hmm. Whether he's going to play in midfield or one of the sort of wide forward mm -hmm. areas. But in amongst all the things that went wrong in the League Cup and then at the start of the season, he wasn't he wasn't one of the things that I would say like this was this was you know, he got four starts, he just kinda he was just he was beige, you know. He mm -hmm. did although he yeah. scored although he scored a goal against Air, it didn't it, you know, we were hoping mm -hmm. because you know, it wasn't his fault that he got the biggest drum roll of all the young ones. And no. he's not the youngest, but because he's got the best He's got story. the best story, yeah. and mm -hmm. and because he's he, you know he's excited, Brecon fans, he's excited, Kelty fans, mm -hmm. he's excited, Falkirk fans, Saints fans, were ready to see this guy break through and be a be mm -hmm. a first team regular and be a part. And I think Steve McLean came out with an instant quote last week saying that he's now got the player <coughs> that he thought he was getting. So I mm -hmm. think Steve McLean wanted to get him in his team and you know not you know not mm -hmm. build, certainly not build a team around him, but have him as one of these sort of key key players even. And he's come off the bench and he's he scored two goals and and two. I didn't see that. Two, yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> we're going to, well, yeah, no, terrible business. But so he scored two. Certainly, I think the header was probably, you know, it looks easy, but we've seen umpteen of them messed up. And the 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 second one, he's just thrown his leg out and stabbing it in. But in a long-winded way, he's shown real character to to take as the manager said, lessons on board mm -hmm. to take it the right way that he's had his games, but then he's dropped out and then he's got a chance. And I like the way, I like the way he speaks. He, he was the band that came in after the, after the, uh, the last game, Dundee, he was the one that came in, spoke and he took his time. And I thought there was one question that you can't get across and, uh, when, you, when you're writing it up, but one of the guys asked him, it was near the end, and he was talking about how he needs to get better and stuff like that, and somebody said, uh, he says, do you, do you think you're you're ready? Do you think you're ready to be a, a first-team regular in the Premiership? And it was like, he took a pause, and he's obviously he's probably thinking, do I want to sound, I don't want to sound arrogant, you know what I mean, how do I answer this thing? And he's, his English is, is getting very good. He took a pause about, say, he said, yes. Mm -hmm. that, that was it, just quite the yeah. thought. I like that. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I like that. Yep. And uh, yes, I I think if he can quietly build on what he's done, we'll not overhype him. But if you keep scoring goals, it's a heck of a it's a heck of a ticket, isn't it? It's a ticket in the team, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Would you start? Would you? Would you have him as <laughs> I'm a? Doing you I'm doing Would you have him as a regular? Yeah. Yeah. Would you have it? I know what you're mm -hmm. trying to do. You're, you're, yes, you're doing your max. Um, sure, yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. Extending the theme. Would you have him as a starter already? Uh, no. 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 Um, I still think he's a beige. Is is. I don't want to insult the boy, but it's, it's a good one. He was safe, and I think he realizes that himself. Yeah. He wasn't taking chances. Uh -huh. with it on, in possession. Yeah. The, the, when, what I've seen of him for the most part I've kind of thought well yeah. fine but nothing has the type of boy that if he played safe for a whole pulse game is racing. Yeah. He, could, no. he could get 95% for pass completion because he's uh -huh. that good at just popping the ball off and, but mm -hmm. the position in the park he plays he, yeah. ain't, he ain't playing the old Chris Miller role 
when no. he's just 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 getting others to go, he is the mm. man that needs to get yeah. unlocked defenses and stuff. So. Yeah, I I I I would I still think that I've not. I mean, I would like to. I wish I had seen some of these performances that he put in for like uh, Breaking, for instance, mm-hmm. or or um, at Falkirk as well, because I still I still don't think I've seen him play well. I saw him. I went to the semi final, Scottish Cup semi final. Right, he was very good the first half. Yeah, very good in the yeah. first half. So I mean, it's obviously there, uh, but I I I, I, I know what you mean. I, I don't think he's ever he's ever demonstrated that for St. John's. But it's levels, uh, isn't it? It's yes, levels absolutely. Again, you know, and it's one thing doing it with all due respect at Brecon or at Falkirk. You know, it's another thing to step up. I mean, for instance, if he was to start, I'm not sure he will, but we should start again. It's another thing doing it against Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like it Park, is. You know, I I couldn't actually <coughs> tell you what his preferred position is. I think, I think it's going to be. Uh, I think he'll end up in the middle. Yeah. I don't think he is there yet. Um, I think you probably, ironically, I think we've have, have, have we talked about this, but I think ironically, <coughs> his best position would have been in the old Callum Davidson system as that sort of wide right of a of the three. You know, where he, Callum would have that one striker with the two off, mm-hmm. and he would be on the right hand side of it, which is kind of like a half, like a right sided. David Wotherspoon would okay. have been kind of where I would. I suppose him. the question yeah. is what what, is he, what would he bring or what does he bring to the role that anybody else who can play there doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's that, which that. is why the goals are important exactly. because nobody if nobody you can add that, yeah, goals to the mix. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I'm still I'm I'm not quite sure we're, mm-hmm. we're going to see him start a game yet. Are we? Are you? I don't think he'll start nah. Saturday. Nah. I don't think he's far away. Yeah, I don't think he's. But when you when you talk about starting. Started the Celtic actually. game. Remember, that was his first league. That's right. Mm-hmm. He's actually and decent. he did a very good job. Played well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm saying I haven't seen him play well. He mm-hmm. did play well in that game. But deeper, um, wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, I, I don't know. We'll see. But St. Johnson <laughs> at the moment actually feel a, a little bit up in the air. And that yeah. there, there has been a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of recruitment done um, pro- later in the summer uh, than a lot of other teams. But now we're at a point where... There are there's a squad of players there with a good number in them that haven't really had a a run before in the team. We yeah. haven't seen them. We don't really know what they're all about. So St. Johnson at this point to me feel a little bit like an unknown quantity. Where's this going to go? Which which I like kind of like. It's good. it's it's exciting enough. Uh, well, but you just look at centre midfield. If they're all mm. fit, so you've got Dan Phillips, yeah. you've got Matt Smith, you've got Sprangler, mm-hmm. and then. That's three in the middle, and then you've you've brought in the guy Turner Cook, mm-hmm. so you only get three out of those four, and then Cammy McPherson. So mm-hmm. that is that is proper yeah. proper options at last. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh God, yeah, absolutely. I know not everybody's a fan of Cammy McPherson, but he's had some, yeah. he's had some very good games for St Johnson. He's, he's, he's some, had some moments and some some less so. <laughs> he's had some moments, I would say, but yeah, Saints are, are, are as I say, they feel to me like an unknown quantity. I don't know what to expect from St Johnson at this point because we're two games into the season they've had a fantastic point at Celtic Park what now mm-hmm. I don't know because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what they're going to look like no. at this point and I, I don't know as you say the boy Sprangler who's come in we, we haven't seen him before but you know hearing good things about him so what what if he's this sort of wrecking ball in midfield what, what impact <laughs> is he going to have on the rest of the side you know so I, I, I am very keen to see what St. Johnson looked like because at the moment I don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. But I still think Rangers will probably beat yeah. them. <laughs> Rangers will beat them, but uh, yes, I think I would think we'll probably all agree with that. So Dundee at, at Celtic Park, are you giving them a better chance than St. McDermott? Um, 
Well, they, they've. Or do you, you think? Know, do you think that old firm game will, will have turned the tide for <coughs> Brendan Rodgers and they'll just now? I, I don't know. As you sweeping answer. everybody I mean, else you know, aside. It's, it's the same story, isn't it? Celtic, Celtic. You know, as the economist says, seated as part of us. Everything else being equal, Celtic should bump Dundee. You know Latin. This is the only podcast you get Latin on. Scottish football. They should. They should pump Dundee. That's the truth of matter. But Dundee made a good start. Was pumped Dundee in Latin and We never did that in fifty years. But you know, they're sitting there with five points after four games. It's it's a very decent start. There's a lot a lot to like about the squad. I think. There's a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of talent. There's a lot of aggression in the squad, I think, as well. Um, whether they can go down to Celtic Park under Brendan Rodgers as they start to find their feet, because the problem is when you play Celtic, you're, you're up against a side that's just got touch, movement, quickness of thought, alacrity of of everything. That is a, you know, I was going to say it's a fraction above you. It's no, it's it's several notches above. You know. Not as pacey as they were, though. They're not as pacey as they were. No, they're not, not as pacey, but they're still, they're still quick. Yes. They're still quick, you know. I mean, I, I don't think they've got a kind of the, the blistering kind of quickness that they maybe had um, under Ange Postecoglou, but they're still very, very, very mean. Um, and and the, the danger for Dundee is that all the good work they've done so far could be ripped to shreds. If Celtic hit form on the day, it could be ripped to shreds and you could come away with a, a 4 or a 5 nil doing, you know. So... It, it, it's early in the season. I mean, you know, if I was a betting man, would have put money on Dundee to win it? No. Would have put money on it to take a point? Probably not either. Um, it, it's kind of, you, you live in hope as opposed to any expectation here. You know, it's, and I hate saying this because <clears throat> the football fan of me always likes to think there's no good reason why every team shouldn't start off thinking we can win the league. <coughs> now, we, we know that's a nonsense. You know, we know it's a nonsense for a million and one reasons, mainly financial. Um, and also historical, Celtic Rangers, even before big money in Sky, Celtic Rangers always dominate the game. That's proven by the fact that our top league in, you know, what, 130 odd years now has actually only been won 18 times mm-hmm. outside of the pair, you know. Uh, and one of those was Rangers and Dumbarton sharing it. So you're always up against it when you go to Celtic Park or Ibrox. And Dundee will be up against it on Saturday. But it'll be back to the wall. I would imagine possession will be something like, you know, 70% to Celtic, 30 to Dundee if you're lucky. It might be. It might end up being seventy-five, twenty-five, as we've seen in some games when they, when they play teams, and they've they've got they've just got firepower um, from they've got they've actually got firepower from all over the park. That's that's the danger, you know. So, you know, you you, you wish Doc and the boys well, but you just kind of see an uphill struggle for them. I sense with Dundee Dundee fans, Sean, that the Jim used the phrase hope expectation. I I feel the hope expectation dial is shifting now. I think I think Daddy. Dundee <coughs> carry mm-hmm. a bit of expectation now. I think their fans are uh, mm-hmm. as I was going to try. I'm going to try. Bullish. Say, bullish is the right. Bullish, I was going to say cocky. No, bullish mm-hmm. is a much okay. better word. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I think they're as bullish as I can remember them in a good long while. I think they. I think they are sniffing the top six. <laughs> are they? <laughs> Well, good for them. Um, Bullishly cocky, assertion. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, I think you're right. Um, <coughs> I think you're correct. I think Dundee fans are—they've uh, seen a little bit of their team so far this season. Um, and you know, it's not, they're not setting the heather right, but I think they're quite happy with what they see for an, a, a, a team in its early stages of development. If you like, um, and yeah, they look because they're, they're seeing their points total as something that's going to lead to more. They, they <laughs> think their points and performance is, isn't quite reflecting where mm-hmm. oh, they think they they're at. They think they should be. They think right, this, is, okay. this is the foothills of a... Mm-hmm. 
It's entirely possible. It is possible, isn't entirely it? Entirely possible. Yeah, absolutely. So to stick with that metaphor, what is the summit of their ambition then, Eric? Is it top six? I wouldn't say... I don't think they would stop at top six. If this season, all seasons, I th when you th when you see how rubbish Aberdeen <coughs> and mm -hmm. Hearts and Hibs have been, mm -hmm. Hibs may yet change. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't cool. be. I, I think... and. and Motherwell have been the luckiest team of the mm -hmm. lot. With they, they, you know, if the, if there's a, a fixture to fall in their lap with the teams playing in Europe, it's it's come mm -hmm. their way. So Motherwell will come back the way. Yeah. St. Murn are made of stronger stuff, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Doherty's quietly in the dress. He's saying, "Don't and none of this is coming out, lads." But mm -hmm. you looking at the rest of them, thinking they're better than us. <coughs> yeah. I no, would that's be, a fair point. Yeah. That's how I'd be thinking. Yeah, I, and I think I think Dundee fans are already thinking mm -hmm. ah, they're booking their passports, aren't they, Jim, basically? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with They've got that. Andy Robertson left back for crying out loud. From what I've seen of them, um, I I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be aiming for top six. That's a different case. Can we save Dundee for Europe until Celtic, next week? You know? We've already said Jim's getting unbeaten. Uh, that, right, okay. Having the ambition of top six and, 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 and uh, you know, an intent, you know, Every intention of, of aiming at top six and, and hoping to be there is an entirely different thing from expecting to go down and take something from Celtic or Parkhead. You know, that, that's that's a very, very tall order. But um, it's, it's still too early in the season for me, I, you know, I have to say. I mean, Aberdeen, you know, it's only a matter of weeks, actually, since people were saying Barry Robson's transformed Aberdeen. Now, now they've been pumped out of Europe, they've played four and they've got two points in the league. You know, Hibs have, Hibs have already sacked their manager. They're on three points. You know, Hearts, Hearts, I think, have been a big disappointment a lot. As a manager, they, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I actually wonder no. if they'll make a change managerially quite soon, um, as opposed to just switching the roles. Right. You know, both both heading out, you know. But but that's... that's will go know, first. That's for another day. Answer Aberdeen, who'll change first? Oh, I, I, no, Aberdeen. I mean, I think Aberdeen would stick with Robson. You think so? I, I think they'll stick with him. I think they you said Aberdeen been pumped out of Europe. Are you sure? No, they were, no, they were beaten by one of the. They're still in there. Yeah, still in there. One of the competition. Same thing in the mouse competition there. But no, I mean Dundee. Dundee, I think, on the face of it, putting together a very good squad, but to go to Parkhead and expect something at this early stage, I think it's kind of tall order. I mean, well, always compared Dundee United. I think this Dundee team is stronger than the United team that came that that Mickey Mellon had. Yeah, I, 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 I mean it's early, mm. as as Jim says, but I, 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 I tend to agree with keeping you. Keeping a t picking a team's not going to be easy for them now, and keeping them happy. Keeping them happy. And the issue. reason that came into my mind was mm. what I was yeah. reading it was you. Did you have the Cami Care piece? Was that whose byline was on that? There was a Cami Care oh, interview. Oh, that's George. George's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're lucky. I mean, Cami Care's not the greatest example because. You know, Cam McCare could be told he's he's sixty seventh pick and he'd still want to stay at Dundee. That's just kind of the vibe you get of, of, just of loves the he club. just loves the club. He, they'll be they'll be trying to yeah. they'll you know, when they if and when they eventually knock that place down, you know, Cam McCare will still be will be sat in the in the home changing room saying, No, no, I I, listen, I I need to stay, I have to stay. But so Cammy Care isn't the greatest example. Keeping Cammy Care happy with hardly any game time is <laughs> is possible. In fact, plausible. You see it happen, but others that have been, particularly guys that have been signed, particularly guys that have been re-signed and promised, probably under you know, oh yeah, this mm -hmm. is this you're going to be a big part of the team. He's mm -hmm. he's got a lot of people to keep happy there, Tony Doherty. I well, suspect. I, I mean, it, it really, it's you're right. There there are a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people in particular who have been brought in, uh, and when you've when you've been brought fresh into a club, along with a lot of others, 
but you don't have any real emotional connection to it or anything like, like that. The goalkeeper. Then, you brought yeah. a goalkeeper up and he says, no, I'm going back down because I'm, sure. I'm not going to yeah. get a game. You brought in another one. Yeah. You know, so that was the first. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there, there no, doubtless will be a bit of uh, unhappiness. It'd be very, very it would take a, a, an incredible job to keep every single one of those players happy who's been brought up. Um, because, as you say, by definition, not all of them are going to play all the time. It's impossible. In the squad all the not, time. Not all of them will be stripped mm. all the time. You're right. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's an impossible task. So uh, there's going to have to be a lot of done uh, work done by Tony Doherty to keep them happy. And, I mean, the, 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 the other option is, if you're not going to bother doing the work to keep them happy, maybe, you're a, maybe your point of view is just, well, pff, who cares? Mm. I, I, I needed a squad. I brought all these players up there. Mm -hmm. I've seen what I want and what I don't. You're not in my plans. Go and train over there. Oh, risky this early. It could know, be. Very risky this could early. Be. early one. But hey, it's we, one none of us have been in professional dressing rooms, but <laughs> the, the, from any manager you've, you've spoken to, they all, it feels like a, they really don't want to, as soon as they have people who are checking out, mm -hmm. as in mentally checking mm -hmm. out and not feeling as if they're part of the the main starting 11 and or close to it, you, you don't want them in the in the building, do you? As a, as a as a rule, as a rule of thumb. I'm not saying I'm not by any means saying that Dundee are anywhere close to I that. Don't stage. I don't think I don't think it's there yet. It's how you handle it. It's how you handle it. But what I'm saying is, you've got this place <coughs> to spin. That mm -hmm. lots, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's how you handle it. I mean, you know, I think it was it last week we talked about the Terry Butcher thing. Remember when Butcher went in the Hibs and he just kind of went through. Them. Did we? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I I maybe I was talking to somebody else about it. You know, <laughs> I mean, just he, he just went he went through Hibs. Remember, and he just yes. kind of slaughtered them all. You're, you know, you're useless, you'll never make it, you're, you're not part of my plans. And then, you know, three months later, he's looking for these guys to dig him out a hole. And, you know, and, and Terry, you know, Terry was a, a very experienced individual. So you've got to be very, very careful about how you handle players. And there's some some players you'll never handle. You know, there are some egos and some mentalities you just can't get to grips with. I'm not for a minute suggesting that that's the situation at Danes. It's just a general a general rule of thumb in football, you know. Um, and, and that's why manage, that's why management, modern management, is such a difficult job. Trying to keep kind of so many egos and so many kind of views. I mean, you expect every player in a squad, a 2022 squad, to, to think I should be playing every week. Mm -hmm. you know, that's the kind of players you want. You want everybody to think should be playing. But that, that thinking, that thought process has to actually be backed by what the boss has seen on the training ground and then he's, what he's actually seen on the big pitch mm -hmm. uh, on a Saturday. That, that, because there's the other key thing. There are guys that you look at, you know, I've seen guys in reserve games and all the rest of it. When you see boys in training, you think, well, some player. Can he actually replicate it when you know when he crosses the white line on the Saturday? Because for whatever reason, he just doesn't handle the tension, doesn't handle the crowd, you know, getting on his back or or a million and one things, you know. Um, so management is really difficult, and it's it's difficult at this stage because we're only four games in, mm -hmm. and you know, managers are still finding out about the personalities of players. They haven't they haven't really hit any kind of bumps in the road yet because that that's the biggest difficulty. Once a team kind of goes in, as all teams do. You know, from Celtic Rangers downwards, all teams had a slump, some bigger slumps than others. So once you hit the slump, once you know, once the wheels come off the wagon a wee bit for a few weeks, and you've you've lost three on the bounce, you've got a few injured, and there's a bit of grunting starting in the dressing room. Players look a bit slovenly on the training ground when they turn up. The shoulders are hunched. That's when the manager starts to really earn his or her corn. You know, mm -hmm. how how does how do, how do you get them out of that kind of frame of mind? How do you get the the good guys to continue at 100? How do you get the the guys that have slipped that bit back up to? To the level and 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 how do you how do you keep in line those who who upset the apple cart you know because you always get 
bad apples in a dressing room. You know, you get that at any club, get that at any level of football. But you know, you get it at five of sides. You get it at amateur football. You get it at professional football. You know, so management's a hard gig these days. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> does indeed. Well, I'm giving Dundee a wee chance. Just I'm maybe going by the Celtic I saw Saints play a couple uh, three weeks ago, whatever it was. Well, yeah. The I think Dundee's strengths, which is particularly down the left hand side, mm-hmm. and you know. I, I can see I can see Dundee's yeah. strengths playing well at, up at Celtic Park. Um, so we shall see. And listen, if, if Dundee fans are getting excited about top six and possibly possibly higher, let's God see what let's them. see what a mm-hmm. let's see what a win at Celtic Park Absolutely. does for them. Eh? Yep. But that's, no, the good times to be a Dundee fan. I think they're quite I think they're Definitely. quite right to be optimistic, considering all the teams that you know were going about the yo-yo, and you know a lot of the time you just you. you Half expecting to go back down. I can't remember the last that's come up yeah. with this level of mm-hmm. optimism behind it. So no, yeah, go for it. Yeah, right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks again this week, and thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it, or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people to find Talking Football, and that means a lot to us. Don't forget too to pick up your copy of The Courier Monday to Saturday, or go to thecourier.co.uk slash subscribe to find out how to get our award-winning sport, business and local journalism across Tayside and Fife in the way that's right for you. The Courier. Local matters.